Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm HPV Lovecraft. <laughs> and I'm RJ. HP Lovecraft is an interesting man. I don't know if you know. He seems like it. The ins and outs of I, him. <laughs> I only like his politics, really. And uh, I'm not too. I'm not too keen on sci-fi. <laughs> RJ is very much a recluse and uh, kind of afraid of germs. And some well, of those gets... germs applied to race a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's why he could name his cat what he did because nobody was around to hear him say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, crazy writer though, RJ. Yeah, I mean, we watched Lovecraft Country, mm. and and oh, I know I it's like, like loosely based on his shit, but very interesting. Yeah, and when they say like, like he has a term named after him, Lovecraftian. Yeah, which is like pretty cool to just write some shit and be like, yeah, that's very Lovecraftian. <laughs> but he just seems like he seems like he wrote steampunk shit, basically. Yeah, he basically was the first one to write like modern fantasy. Of like these giant fantasy-looking creatures that are everywhere and doing weird shit. Yeah. It's like Bioshock Three. Yeah. <laughs> weird guy. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, this is episode 110 of the podcast. Uh, this is my mix. Um, I'm really excited to hear, especially RJ's point of view on this mix. Um, I'm curious as well. <laughs> He's been a little. A little quiet about these country ones, you know, um, like a little cagey. Like, yeah, these are good. Yeah, this is good music. This is good music. Yeah, I don't know his real opinion. You know, I bet you if I made a '90s country mix, RJ would love it. For some Ooh. reason, I think that that would get him. Throwing some Darius Rucker too. Yeah. yeah, but like in between, so he's still in Hootie, but it's like the post years of Hootie. Yeah, just throw in hold hold your hand. Like, <laughs> In the middle, <laughs> just to keep you interested. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty excited to to have you guys listen to these, just because uh, I uh, went a little bit deeper of trying to figure out this mix. Because I had said on a previous podcast that I have a hard time with a lot of these male uh, country artists because they mm-hmm. all just sound like Brooks and Dunn and Garth Brooks and yeah, fucking dumbass a country. Yeah, um, but I was able to find some hidden gems out there in Texas. Um, by the time so, people listen to this, I will be a Texan. If I yeah. pay taxes there, I will be a Texan. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, you don't pay taxes in Texas. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. if I buy things in Texas, I will be a Texan. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I buy a bottle of soda, I am a Texan. <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell people. If they're like, where are you from? I'm just going to be like, I'm a Texan. <laughs> yeah. What if you buy an Arizona iced tea and they're like, 99 cents, please? Like, I need to pay the tax. I need to be a Texan. Like, we don't do taxes here, sir. God damn it. Fuck. I mean, everything here is just free. It's like, yeah, everybody volunteers for everything here. <laughs> Teachers, police, fire. It's pretty nice. Yeah, that's by, that's definitely my go-to. If anyone tries to ask any weird-ass shit about where I came from, it's gonna, I'm a Texan, mm-hmm. brother. Say, like, don't mess with Texas. <laughs> you know what you got to do? You got to treat it like prison. You got to show up, kick the doors open of the first saloon you see, and you just put on your 10 gallon hat and say, Who's the rootinest, tootinest cowboy in this tier bar? You fuck him. And you fuck him. <laughs> yeah, you fuck the biggest yeah. cowboy. Yeah, I fuck that big steer. Yeah, that yeah, long yeah, horn. Yeah, grab on them horns. 
<laughs> Suck my dick, steer. <laughs> you got to do ultimate surrender with a cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you become a Texan. <laughs> and just wandering Austin asking people, where's the biggest steer around? <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's here somewhere. <laughs> I ain't looking for queers, just the steers. <laughs> I know you got both of them here. I've heard in the saying, but I just want the steers. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, the uh, the country music arc from Mike is the uh, last thing that I would have expected from doing this podcast. Seriously. Yeah. I'm would, very surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it either. I just, for some reason, I just, it just like clicked. It's real bad, too. I gotta be honest with you. Because <laughs> there was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was on, it was on Catatonic, Catatonic Youth's page. Yeah. And it was from a couple of weeks ago. And it was this girl singing the song about uh, trucks and yeah. just how excited you, she was and everyone should be who drives a big truck and, that's freedom, yeah. and that's let freedom yeah. ring. You know let that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I was, and it, and I was like, I clicked onto the story, and I was listening to it, and I was watching it, and I turned to my wife, and I was just like, "Is this bad? Like, I, I this is kind of good." <laughs> and she's like, "This is an issue." Like, <laughs> <she's>, <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." It sounds rehab. pretty good. <laughs> Shit. I've been sucked it's, in. <laughs> it's taking you. Have you bought your boots yet? No. That was a pause. I know. <laughs> you thought about it though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. As a result of this, I have some questions for you. All right. So it's it's one of those like fill in the blank things. I'm going to say a statement and you have to finish <laughs> it, okay? Okay. This is just a test. All right. In my mouth. Hillary. It, okay. <laughs> Well, not off to a good start. <laughs> the first one. Um, Hillary Clinton for? Vaginas. Okay. The right answer is prison. Okay. But okay. Now, Same on thing. to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> prison vaginas. Only pussies end up in prisons. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Texas, we're free prisoners. <laughs> All right. January 6th was? Uh, a party. Okay, that's I, I said pretty dang cool, <laughs> but that works as well. Okay. <laughs> now this is Sometimes gonna be a tough. The party one. gets out of hand. It's it gets still a party hand, though. Still a party. <laughs> Shitting on people's desks, stealing laptops. That's just yes. a good time here. It's a good time. <laughs> All right, last one's gonna be kind of tough. My pronouns are. I don't give a fuck. Okay, that is a perfect <laughs> answer. That was a good answer. But I did have Colt and forty five. <laughs> <laughs> so that works as well. <laughs> I think you passed. You are a full country boy. Yeah. You That's have transitioned. When someone asked me, Where are you from? I'd be like, Hold up my fist, be like, You want me Colton 45? Yeah. I got, <laughs> I got Leonard and Skinner right here, brother. Why aren't you talking to the microphone? Yeah. Check yeah. one, check two. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to meet Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> 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 this uh, one's Reba. This one's Faith. Come on, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the other one? The fucking oh, <laughs> this one's Winona Judd, and this one's the one that just died recently, which is very sad. <laughs> what? Fuck. What is her name? Damn. I just read about her the other day. Hmm. One of the Judds. The fucking. I don't know. Judd Ashley Judds. Judd, yeah. <laughs> 
Judge Reinhold. <laughs> okay. Judge Reinhold finally killed himself. <laughs> Took him long enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you passed the test. You're full on country boy. Yeah. I'm just going to. They won't even know that I'm not a Texan when I'm there. I'll just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just be walking around with the cut off sleeve shirt that is not a Confederate flag, but it kind of resembles one yeah the colors are there <laughs> but it's not like exactly the flag yeah yeah, yeah the puerto rican flag and the texas flag are very similar <laughs> very so. similar yeah <laughs> you could get away with a lot there <laughs> i'd like to think of a lot of like puerto ricans in disguise in texas just because they have similar flags <laughs> uh, yeah like, they'll never know what he said <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun, but I am going to be officially a Texan. RJ, oh. you gonna buy a truck? Uh, yeah. Nice. I think they're. I want to say they're. They. I think they're Dodge Country in Texas. Yeah. I think they're I Dodge think, Chevy to Country. I was gonna say old Chevys. Yeah. But you're gonna see a lot of uh, power stroke diesels, some Fords down there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of when I was down there. I, I remember just seeing a lot of shitty lifted Dodges like you would in El Dorado County. Yeah. When I, but that was in Houston when I was there. Um, I'm going to say don't buy a Dodge. They suck. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, those... I, I would buy a specific Dodge. Only yeah. a diesel. Yeah. 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 Their Hemi no, their sucks. diesels are great. Yeah, but... their, their Hemi sucks. Yeah, the Hemi sucks. Um, I drive uh, – uh, <laughs> I'm not, not trying to brag – here, but I drive a 5500 for work, and uh, <laughs> that thing had I've put that thing through hell, and it's still going. It's a little rough, but it's still going. I forgot which year it is. There's like a there's a Dodge diesel that's from the early to mid 2000s. That, yeah, that engine is like everyone wants it, and the thing that sucks about it is that if it cracks, you're fucked. But it's it's like their best diesel engine. Yeah, I think it's a 24 valve hmm. um, Cummins. But yeah. the ones before that are are the ones that will not die. Like my uh, my friends, my friend Jeff's dad had an old Cummins diesel. It was the first gen Dodge. Uh, I think it was a four door long bed, like slightly lifted, and that thing ran so well. I've yeah. heard stories about people putting eight hundred thousand miles on those things with oh, yeah. no engine rebuilds. It's nuts. Like, they use that same engine in semi-trucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like, Kenworth semi-trucks are six-cylinder Dodge engines. I forget it's if it's... I forget which package of a Lariat it is, it is, but there's, like, a specific... Fuck, what's it called? There's, like, a specific package of a Lariat where your interior is a... I don't think it's a Longhorn, but you do have embroidered oh. Longhorns in the interior. It's, yes. it's beige and it's like two-tone beige so it's a darker beige and a lighter beige interior and yes. it's leather fucking everywhere and yeah. uh they have longhorn embroidered I, shit into the i think it's seats. the longhorn edition yeah it might be a lariat longhorn i think it's a double yeah. package thing that they do yeah yeah those trucks are oh, really cool. beautiful you definitely have to get something with some horns on it yeah, yeah. just put it on the front of a bicycle <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> gay little road bike (laughs) some long horns on it Uh, they'd love that yeah (laughs) Uh, that's exciting though yeah pretty exciting just want to go to texas 
Yeah. You guys are one of you or both of you. I don't fucking care, RJ. You guys can come no, out just and visit. just one of us. RJ's staying here. <laughs> you come out and visit. There's lots of comedy there. And apparently yeah. Joe Rogan's coming close to opening his club. Apparently. Okay, let me know if you see him just hanging around there. Yeah. Just tell me how tall he really is. <laughs> I think he's five foot three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always gets excited when he has to go into the ring to interview to fly weight because he's like, Yeah, we're like the same yeah. height. <laughs> I'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Brandon Moreno. It's great to see you. Uh, yeah. He's a flyweight heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, God. Um, all right. Well, uh, let me go ahead and guess your favorite, least favorite, favorite artist. Uh, all right. So, Devin, I'm going to guess your favorite song is two. Your least favorite, okay. if you had to choose one, is going to be number one. And okay. your favorite artist that either you have dived into or you want to dive into is going to be number four. So two okay. one four there. All right. All right. Now RJ. Mm. Now yeah, RJ. I'm gonna guess your favorite song was three. Okay. Okay. Three. I'm gonna guess your least favorite, if you had to choose one, is gonna be one as well. I'm gonna lock mm. that in there. I was thinking six, but I think he likes. I think I think the chorus grew on him. I think he enjoys the chorus in that song. Mm. Uh, and then your your favorite artist that you would like more of is I'm gonna say is two for you. I'm gonna say your three one two. Three one two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lock and loaded there. All right. Um any thoughts before we get into this, RJ? Um I don't see Brad Paisley on here, so Do you see the Pays yeah. in here? Well, he's not from Texas. You don't so. hear the Pays in here? Yeah. This ain't a country mix mm-hmm. without Brad Pitt. I don't know. There was two voices on one song. You don't know one of them could have been. <laughs> Where is he from? Where's Paisley from? I want to say Nashville. Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. He just seems like he's from Nashville. Let me look this it's feller funny. up. He'd probably be from, like, you know, Oregon. He's probably from California, actually. Yeah. He's more Canadian. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to say Canadian. Yeah, he might be Canadian. Let's mess that all up. <laughs> he is from West Virginia. Oh, he's legit. <laughs> he's legit. <laughs> we accept him. Uh, all right, the high country of West Virginia, mm-hmm. the mountains, yeah, Appalachians. I do have one more thing to share. I got this group text today, Uh-oh. and from a bunch of numbers that I don't know. One person sent it. Nobody's replied, and all it is is a PDF file that you click on, and the title <laughs> is. Horny any anal girl sexy sixty nine. Now should I open this up? The PDF? Yeah. I, I really mean, want to hear this story about horny anal girl sexy sixty nine. I mean, are you but expecting I, something other than your phone being corrupted or a virus getting attached to your phone? Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be some cool story. I like to think that this is just some like Indian hacker that's just like I will give them something that they cannot resist. <laughs> Nobody can see this and not click on it. It's so sexy. Sexy boobies. <laughs> sexy boobies 69. <laughs> Did you know what the average age uh, like 
age of death, I guess, in India is 69, <laughs> which is awesome. so perfect. Like The boys. They know yeah, me and my friend are joking today. Like, do you think they just end their life at 69 just to be part of the joke? They're like, this is the hottest year. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember watching a documentary a long time ago being like, the population of gay men in India is humongous. Yeah. But none of them can be out about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody brought it up on a podcast a while ago. They're like, why are Indian dudes so horny? Because they're like notoriously like the Bob's and Vagine thing online. Yeah. Right. Like they're notoriously horny, like sending shit to girls on Instagram. And I guess it's because they ended uh, arranged marriages like 10 years ago. Oh, interesting. So they're they're just now like getting out there in the world. Like I could have any Bob's and Vagine. <laughs> just the ones that are given to me. <laughs> this then, is crazy. Then thought. they go on the internet and figure out that uh, we have a butthole, butthole, butthole girl. Oh, butthole girl, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh. Like she put the phone in where? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome she to the She put the whole cell phone in her butt? I have to see this. I love seeing Indian dudes on steroids, too. It's my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, those fucking Indian like fighting videos, yeah. uh, fight scenes that you sent me a while ago are amazing. <laughs> that dude in the gym just fighting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, this is funny that like I, it was like five or five to ten years ago where like suddenly India was introduced to steroids. And like just suddenly yeah. all these Indian yeah. dudes were like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of them just went on steroids immediately. Oh, yeah. It's it's like ten years behind the times at all times. Yeah. Like, they're just getting <laughs> shit figured out. Indian dudes are so cool. Yeah, we used to have this guy at the the Indian food restaurant Curry Club that was a we called him Indian Dracula because he did not move his face at all when he talked and he sounded like he was from Transylvania. He was so cool, and we made him smile like once, and it was terrifying. Near Love India, it. I think Pakistan's like completely flooded as a country. Really? Yeah, it's kind of scary that like they just Damn. weren't. They've gotten so much rainfall there that their infrastructure is not built for it. It's just everything's falling apart. Fucking Jackson, Mississippi, they've <sighs> lost. They just don't have clean water. <laughs> They're just yeah. like, it's just for crazy. months now. <laughs> like a city, yeah, a capital city in the United States is just like, yeah, we just don't have clean water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that on the radio. They're, they're talking about it. I guess the population is kind of small. So it's yeah. like it is affecting a lot of people, and it's insane that that's been happening for months. Right, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> you know. I, I guess it was happening in Flint, Michigan, too, with just poisoned water, and right. I guess is still happening. Yeah. I don't understand how, like, all of this shit goes through filtration plants. Like, we're all just drinking shit water, basically. Yeah, it's just poor areas. They don't care. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah. They don't care. What's in my water? I'm in a shitty poor area. <laughs> no. Um, all right. So let's get into this. Um, all right. So I started the mix off here with a song called None Hold a Flame to You by a gentleman named Dano Simpson um, off of uh, a little album EP that I put together called The Clubhouse Sessions Volume 1. Uh, this is the second track on there, four minutes uh, even on the song. Uh, when I first read the Clubhouse Sessions, I thought he was like really into the app Clubhouse. And <laughs> that's what his music was going to be about. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's about me talking to uh, fucking Lex Friedman for three hours. <laughs> 
Yeah, because da- finding these guys was a pain in the dick. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like a couple of playlists that's like hot country Texas playlists. Oh, you yeah, never, yeah. never to go to those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so like I just like went through there and I was like, because I found like plenty of female artists from Texas that are really good. Yeah, but I was like trying to find male artists, uh, and I think Dano Simpson. Once I found him, he actually led me to several of the other artists on here. Uh, which is funny because he's a smaller artist, so I don't really know how that worked exactly um, for the fans also like and going into his radio. Um, it's all so. those. It's all those Spotify uh, playlists, and when they release a single, like how well it does as a single on the, like to get on that playlist, and then they get lumped in with everybody else on that playlist. Like, yeah, that's what I've kind of realized going through those to like try to find new artists. Mm-hmm. It's just singles. A lot of times the song isn't exactly what their albums are like. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it took a lot of work, but I was happy to find uh, Mr. Dano here. Um, And I was looking for specifically Texas artists and um, obviously and lucked out with him by reading his bio. Uh, But Dano Simpson, he was born in Dallas, Texas and raised on the high plains of Colorado. Uh, Growing up in a town where the local rodeo was the biggest event of the year. Country music was a constant in his upbringing, drawing his influences from Texas songwriting legends, Towns Van Zant, uh, Guy Clark, and Wills, uh, Willis Allen Ramsey. Uh, in the mountain music of the Rocky Mountains, Dano creates story-driven narratives that pay homage, homage to the past while connecting... Homoage. <laughs> Uh, with modern audiences, with a powerful voice that harkens back to the Southern soul singers of yesterday and a songwriting style described as timeless. Uh, funny enough, so, RJ, I don't know if you know this, but my my son is named after a Texan. I don't know if you know this. Do you know this, RJ? He's just sitting by his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't realize that this yeah. is a talking thing. No. Yeah, my son, talk. my son is named Waylon. After Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings, who's a Texan, yeah. and he was oh, he's a Texan too. Yeah, we were we were playing around with the name Towns for him, who's also a Texan. Yeah, so I got Texas roots. Nobody a better fuck with me there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't mess with Texas and don't Sorry, mess with Waylon. My son's name is Waylon. <laughs> Yeah. Like my son's name is Waylon too. <laughs> my son's name is Willie. <laughs> like, He's not Neil. from here. <laughs> yeah. That Willie ain't from Austin, Texas. That Willie ain't from here. Yeah, from Georgia or something. <laughs> I don't Some. know. Something stupid. Yeah, his name's Waylon yeah. Dean. R.J. That is a yeah. Texas name. Waylon R.J. Dean. Art Randall. My name is, my name is not. Texas. <laughs> uh, Randall could be a Texas name. Yeah. Well, you don't see Randall yeah. much anymore. Yeah. Not just in Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cutting his teeth on, in the dusty cowboy bars of Colorado and Wyoming, Dano's start was anything but easy, from dive bars all across the United States and theaters in the Rocky Mountains to headlining his own shows in Luckenbuck, or Luckenbuck, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Texas. Uh, Dano continues to perfect his craft and continues to put in the miles remaining authentic and honest to his music um all right rj talk to me about once you 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 put on this mix this is the first oh, he's song. playing with squeaky toys he starts off with the count and he counts in one two three four 
And then talk to me about uh, listening to Dano Simpson for the first time. So I I don't know. This this reminded me of somebody. Did the counting bother you? No, that was fine. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I, I don't know. Like I couldn't put my finger on it, but it's just his style. I know this is like a session, so I'm guessing it's just like an acoustic session. I haven't listened to it, but I'm intrigued about the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so where it went, like, you know, what else is on there? Uh, but I, I liked his voice. I like his presentation. What is that? They, you know, it, it was a simple, you know, sessions, like, you know, acoustic set. And I was like, I liked it. I liked the melody of it. Um, but I, it reminded me of somebody else. I, I just never figured that out. Maybe it's just somebody else from Texas. Um, no, his his voice definitely sounds like something else, and I don't know what it is. No, I've listened to it so many times, and I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of somebody, but I just could not figure it out. This like in the last week that we listened to it over and over again. Yeah, but his, I, I liked it. It was a good it was a good introduction to you know everything that was going to come. Yeah, his voice to me sounds like, especially in some of the other songs. I don't know quite in this song. It sounds like it could be on Sons of Anarchy. I don't know if you watched that show. Oh, that, yeah. that would be a hundred percent on this show. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's he has like a I, I don't even want to call it like an outlaw country voice because it's not but I associate it with bikers for some reason I don't know why. yeah yeah it has like a a roadhouse uh, feel to it a Swayze feel <laughs> well, bring up Swayze but yeah <laughs> now that you mention it yeah <laughs> but like a band that would play in like the honky tonk clubs but not play that type of music yeah. Like it would be like a David Lynch honky tonk club, kind of. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's a little bit different. Yeah, or even just like a. Now that you say that, it's like you have honky tonks in the south, and then you've just got dive bars. Yes, where there's yeah. where the country folk that we grew up with would go to. Like, yeah, like where like the neon signs are like not fully lit. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he, you could, you could, you could be at Poor Ed's and you can hear Mr. Daniel mm. Simpson playing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, poor Ed's. Um, poor slingshots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Devin, how'd you feel towards this? Yeah, I liked it. I um, I had never heard of him before. So the only one that I have heard of on this mix was number four, and I had not heard that song. Um, so all this was new to me. Didn't know what to expect, and. Uh, I was I was surprised that you picked this one mm. because everything so far that we've heard from you liking country was not this. Right. So I was surprised. I mean, that goes for everything on this, this playlist, um, probably for this song the least. But I was surprised turning it on and hearing this. I'm like, okay, all right. He's getting into like other types of country because – his voice does something else, like the melody does something different at a certain part of the song, which brings it away from that outlaw country sound, mm-hmm. uh, almost into like an alternative, like '90s alternative or rock uh, melody. Kind yeah, of. he's not too many degrees away from not being country. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like it could be like Post Malone playing country covers with his band mm-hmm. you know another Texan. um he, he's a texan he can do that <laughs> that is his right his god-given right <laughs> but yeah i liked it i liked the melody a lot um because it started off kind of just like a standard country song and then had other elements that drew it away from that yeah it was cool and he had an interesting voice i 
I didn't recognize it from anywhere. Like it didn't sound like anyone else to me, mm-hmm. but uh, it was uh, unique to him. Yeah, I felt like. Yeah, and on this, uh, if I remember right, these this clubhouse sessions, these songs, uh, the production is kind of all over the place on it. So his voice kind of sounds different in different songs. Um, I think he's still pretty early in his career and trying to like really nail down what exactly uh-huh. it sounds like. And I think this was the song that I liked the most. Okay. Um, as far as w- how his voice sounded in the production in it. Okay. Um, and I think it's it's like a he has a little fiddle in there in the song. Um, yeah. It's just it will it might be considered a violin because it's not like a fast picking or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's a fiddle. If you play it in the south, it's a fiddle. <laughs> Ain't nobody play violin in the south. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's Daniel Simpson. Um, the first time I listened to this song, I did not know that he was saying in the chorus, none hold a flame to you. Um, there's just like a weird way that he says that in the song that, yeah. <laughs> especially where it all blends together and you're like, yeah, it's a new word that I've yeah. never heard before and I'm accepting it. Yeah. That is the elemento of words. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that little section of the song where it's like, sun comes up. Sun comes down. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's a day. There's 365 yeah. in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So after Mr. Daniel Simpson, we've got uh, Feeling Good mm. about the South Texas Tweak. <laughs> tweak. Um, I like his name. Uh, this, is, this is a single from 2022, three minutes and 16 seconds. Um, blending classic honky tonk sound with honest songwriting, South Texas Tweak has burst onto the scene less than a year after releasing his first single, hitting the top 25 on the Texas Country Spotify charts. Uh, the trademark nickname Tweak was given to him after being diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome when he was nine years old. Uh, Tweak draws inspiration from his life, writing alongside his contemporaries in his South Texas home, often collaborating with his good friends Charlie Crockett and Vincent Neal Emerson. Uh, South Texas Tweak has quickly made it clear that he is here to stay in the Texas scene, Uh, which Charlie Crockett I I listened to for this mix too, um, considered it. Um, but yeah, I was so happy when I found this guy because this was like a sound that, cause it took me weeks to make this mix. Um, and I was working on it a lot and it took me so long to find this sound because it is, it's like a, how, how would you put it? It's, it's like if Sturgill Simpson just stayed consistent in a sound. Mm, Yeah. It's because Sturgill can do this, and he has done pretty similar things to this, but he makes choices that are, like, abnormal that makes him Sturgill Simpson, where it's, like, this song, the songwriting on it is just straightforward honky-tonk country from the 70s. That's what you're fucking listening to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's more like that, I think, the High Top Mountain was his, like, first album, Sturgill's album. Mm -hmm. And that one's more straightforward, just country music. Yeah, exactly. It it is, yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, like, and Sturgill's great because of him making weird choices in his songwriting by by keeping the foundation of country music. But, like, this guy, I was so happy to find just, like, a straight-up outlaw country song with really great lyrics that I really loved and seemed believable from him. Uh, I yeah. loved, I when, when I clicked on his page, I was like, hell yeah, I love the way he looks. He's got a song about tattoos. 
I was like, oh, this is I haven't my seen kind his, of guy. Oh, he looks. Oh, yeah. He's like. Uh, you haven't seen him on his photo? No. He looks great. I gotta see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's just talking about fucking. Uh, Think me. Doing drugs. Yeah, it does kind of look like RJ, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is RJ. That's uh, Okamoto Man. <laughs> what was the name? What was it Sakamoto called? Days. Sakamoto Days. That's what I said. Yeah. That assassin guy. <laughs> Yakashima um, Man. But yeah, I was super excited when I found him, and then I was quickly disappointed when I was just like, God damn it, he only has a couple of songs. Oh. <laughs> it's so frustrating when you find someone this talented right out of the gate. It's Damn. like he's extremely talented and he's got like a handful of songs, if that. Four and, songs? Yeah. And it's like hopefully he's working on an album because he's he's got he's got the goods to me. Yeah. Um but yeah, Archie talked to me about uh, listening to Mr. South Texas Tweak. So you know, obviously just listening from the first to the second song, I was like, all right, this is different. But, you know, I'm guessing it still has its origins in uh, Texas. So I was like, okay, I, I see that. Let's, and then I think just the intro where it started off with the D, 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 D. And it goes back into it. And then it just starts singing. And I was like, oh, I love that. It's the intro just made me so happy. Yeah. Um, I, I, You know, <laughs> as you said, I love his looks. I love the sound of his voice. I love just the whole, like, melody and just. All, all the sound together. It's, it's a very like slowed, like you know, not sped up, but you know, country song. It's, it's a you know, the old honky tonk, as you said. It's kind of one of those, and uh, I enjoyed it. I, I actually really enjoyed this song. Yeah, um, I think he did a good job, and I, I want to hear more from him because you know, just if he put out an album. Uh, but I think he did a good job with the song. Yeah, he does that thing with his voice that I love where he'll just, like, hold on to random notes. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I love it when he does it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Maybe Devin, maybe there's – I think in the production of the song, he's they're using electronic sounds to make that noise. That sounds like it's like a mixture between a, like a guitar and a tuba. I don't know. Oh, I what think it's just they, a slide guitar. You think that's just a slide? I maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Come it on. sounds like digital at parts of it, where I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're using for this, but I fucking love it because it sounds like a weird muted trumpet tuba mixed with hmm. an electric guitar to make that sound. <laughs> Maybe Tom Morello's guesting on it. He's playing slide guitar. Well, I gotta play it real quick. Fuck. Oh, now my phone decides. There we go. <laughs> Wake it up I think was it any of that parts that you're talking about? No, 
There's okay. this, it's at the very beginning, and then it's it's sporadic throughout of it. Okay. Uh, like in the very first like ten seconds, you'll hear that sound. <laughs> That. Yeah, that's a, a guitar. Um, it sounds so fucking cool. I don't know yeah. if he's using special pedal or, or like an old tube amp. Just like a weird wah pedal or something like that. Just to, to get that like weird ass ring in there. It's so yeah, I cool. think it's when you bend, when you're playing like two strings at once and you bend one of the strings and you slowly bring it back. Mm. It gives it this dissonant thing that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it doesn't have that like weird wah-wah sound on it. Yeah, it's like I want to know what exactly well, that's what the they're doing. Would be you could play with that while doing that too. But you know, like that wah sound will come out like really clean there. Yeah, where like the way that he's like pulling those strings back, it just sounds dirty still throughout all of it. Yeah, so cool sounding. Yeah, yeah, that's it does why sound like a horn though. It, I could see that being played with like a trumpet with a bell on the end. Well, that's why I was wondering if it was like an electronic thing that like they figured out this weird ass tone to put in there. Yeah, to like mimic it, but. I hope he does. It'd be it. funny if they had a DJ. <laughs> yeah. So yes, Fruity Loops, dog. You never heard of it? Limp biscuit of uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's God. just West Portland. Anytime I hear the term Fruity Loops, I just think of Andy. Yeah, he just loved Fruity Loops. <laughs> the Fruity Loops, dog. The Fruity Loops. Uh, yeah, Devin, how would you feel towards Mister Texas Tweak? Yeah, I liked it. I like I like all the instrumentation, all the layers of it. Like that stand up bass sound, whether it was stand up bass or not, just yeah. the fact that it was in there made it feel like it was in there. Like it all it sounded like a band playing together, which is always a cool thing to hear. Hmm. Um but I mean, I might just be focusing on that because I play bass and I get excited when I hear like bass doing its own thing. Yeah. Like that's why I like jazz, because you you hear the bass as part of the jazz music, like disrupting the rhythm of things. And uh, you'd notice it in this song too. You know, it's giving that driving rhythm, but it's got a tone of its own mm. and everybody else is playing stuff around it, but not playing with it. I, mm. I like, I like that in country songs. I like that in pretty much any type of music. Like when people just jam together and it comes together, even though it shouldn't, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah. I liked it. I like the lyrics. It seemed real, like you were saying. Um, he's got a good, great voice too. He does have a very Sturgill, like reminiscent voice. The mm-hmm. way he delivers it, like overpowering that, like the choruses, like projecting in that way that Sturgill does. I liked it. It's cool. I wish he had more music. It is irritating, but yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it for now. Yeah, I wonder how old he is because there's like, he looked yeah. pretty young. Yeah, maybe he's just yeah. early twenties and doing yeah. his thing yeah um all right so moving on from mr tweak uh we've got one of the big dogs there's two big dogs on here uh, i'd never heard of this guy before diving into this mix and uh he seems to be pretty popular um but this third song here is called make it out alive by tanner usry uh featuring jesse england uh this comes from a 2019 ep this is the fifth track on there four minutes and seven seconds uh, Prosper, Texas-born and bred singer-songwriter Tanner Usry 
um, has been earning a name for himself in the music industry since 2013 with his soulful Southern style. Originally, Usri performed with his brother and later kicked off his solo career in 2017, releasing his first EP, Medicine Man, in 2019. Uh, he's cultivated a fast-growing audience with over 20 million streams and counting. Um, Usri has been uh, on an upward trajectory opening for notable artists such as Wade Davis and Lucero. Uh, most recently, he was named Peacemaker Festival's first emerging artist and recorded a five-track EP titled The SOL Sessions um, with SOL Studios. Um, yeah, so I was pretty happy when I found this guy um, because not only does he have kind of the style of country that I enjoy, but he's also fairly large. And I'd never heard of him before. I'm not, like, obviously not big into country until the last couple of months. Um, but never heard his name before. Uh, I was happy to see that he has, like, a fair amount of material to listen to. Um, he seems to still be, like, growing as an artist and kind of finding a sound because this song comes from 2019. And he has some newer stuff uh, since then. Um, I, I picked this song, one, because I liked it, but also the, the girl on here, I thought she had a nice voice, but it wasn't like overpowering and she just kind of like yeah. added to the song a little bit. Yeah. Almost like a, like a backup singer or something. Yeah. Um, and this song has like, I would say like a little bit of a pop sensibility, but still in country, um, uh, but not country pop, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there's something about the songwriting inside of the song um, where it, like, it just kind of has like a pop sensibility to it. Um, so, yeah, I was happy when I found him. Uh, RJ, talk to me about Make It Out of Life. Was this a single? No, this is from an EP. Okay, so this could have been a single and I would have, you know, it would be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, yeah, it is on I like some singles. If I remember right, it's one of his top played songs. On Spotify. Yeah, it's on the like the list of songs. No, this song is great. Um, and then I was like, okay, I like the energy of it. I like the feel of it. I like his voice, I like the sound of it. And all of a sudden, just you know, a lady shows up, and I was like, oh, hi there. <laughs> and I just loved it even more. And I was like, the song is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devil. I thought this was boys only, and <laughs> she showed up and kind of ruined the sausage party. But. You know what's going to happen now. Yeah, got to put our dicks away. You don't like a little a lady in the room. A little clam with your sausage? Uh, <laughs> you know, I try that actually legitimately as a meal. <laughs> Clams and sausage. Might be good. You know, a little tiny hot dogs. <laughs> oh, Vienna sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smoked the smoked little wings. No, he's talking about the little smokies, not Vienna sausages. Yeah. Little smokies. I don't, I don't eat little smokies. I eat Vienna sausages. <laughs> yeah, out of the can. And I eat smoked oysters, and that's it. I don't think I've ever had a clam or an oyster or a mollusk oh. of any type. <laughs> <laughs> You've never had a mollusk? <laughs> no. Have you had a scallop? No scallops. Oh, uh, my God. You're missing out. Scallops. A, scallops are what you start with. That's actually a, uh, technically a Texan thing, so you wouldn't understand, Devin. <laughs> what, I not got, eating mollusks is a yeah, Texan we thing? We don't eat <laughs> seafood here. We eat cows no. and pigs and chickens. <laughs> no, y'all like, y'all like crab, don't you? No, that's down in Houston. That doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry to mean to bring up Houston. That's down on Galveston, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Galveston boys be crazy. 
<laughs> can you barbecue a scallop? <laughs> <laughs> can you yeah. a smoke yeah. a mollusk? <laughs> Damn, I would love some smoked mollusk right now, actually. <laughs> I'd like you to get down to Austin and be like going to all the barbecue places and they're barbecuing sushi. <laughs> like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is a secret we don't tell the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> don't let them know. We They're love all seafood. Hibachi barbecue chefs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open your pocket. <laughs> Open your pocket. I throw shrimp in there. It's just a Texan guy doing an Asian accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Benihana. Hi-yo! <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I like this song, but it's not my favorite on here. Yeah. It's... Um, there's something about it that was a little bit dull, but it reminded me of 90s, like uh, Garth Brooks, a little bit. Mm, mm-hmm. There's something about it. Um, not like the really popular Garth Brooks songs, but I want to say like Thunder Rolls or something, mm. which actually was a really popular song. But uh, there's something about it that just didn't do it for me. But I did like it as a song, just with the other songs. Yeah. Not uh, not a fan with these other four. But yeah. I will say, in my research uh, for stuff this week, I ran across this guy a few times and listened to some other songs, mm-hmm. and I really liked them. Yeah. So on its own, I really like this guy, and I want to hear more from him. But like within the mix, uh, it, was, it was okay. It was yeah. Okay. He's really good. This song, there's like... It's not like there's nothing special about the song, but there's nothing bad about the song either. It's like just yeah. it's just like a middle of the road like pop song, but it's a country song, yeah. but it's not country pop. I don't know. It's like it's yeah. really weird to explain it. <laughs> I will say all five songs there is surprisingly like a variety yeah. in all like it's a it's a grab bag of country songs of this particular style that just happened to be from Texas. Mm-hmm. So I did find that interesting also with the this guy being in there and i appreciated it being in there for that reason yeah because he like if you look at the other artists related to him they're all like bigger pop country artists who have that sound so it's like yeah so i don't know what exactly he's doing that makes it like not quite as over the top as the other guys but i like him he has like some really good songs that i like i liked how understated it was compared to the other pop country guys yeah and i I think i'm just kind of confused by him at yeah. this point it's like why he's so popular yeah uh, but doesn't have that pop country sound so yeah i had no idea yeah. that this guy was this big when i clicked, yeah. clicked on him yeah so i think i clicked on him originally because this album cover had like a skeleton where yeah i was like oh that's cool <laughs> medicine man yeah yeah uh all right so moving on from tanner we've got mama song by mama mr cody song. jinx uh, this comes off of the Adobe Sessions Unplugged. Uh, I think the song originally came out in like maybe 2017 or something. Um, this is, uh, but this front comes from a 2021 album. This is the second song, four minutes and 19 seconds. Meredith Cody Jinks, American outlaw, country music singer and songwriter. His breakout 2016 album, I'm Not the Devil, reached number four on the Billboard Country Album Charts. While a number of uh, other albums, such as Lifers, After the Fire, and The Wanting, reached number two on the same charts. 
uh, Jinx started out as a lead singer of a thrash metal band from Fort Worth named Unchecked Aggression. What? Yes. <laughs> uh, they were tight. They were active from 98 to 2003. Uh, he also played lead guitar. Uh, the other band members were Gary Burkham on bass, who left in 2000 and was replaced by Chris Lewis. Uh, they were influenced by Metallica and Pantera. Uh, Sick. An album, The Massacre Begins, was released in 2002. Songs they uh, recorded included Hellraiser and Kill Me Again. Uh, the band, however, broke up after a trip to Los Angeles, and Jinx took a year off from music. And then in around 2005, he started playing country music, the music he grew up with. Mm. Uh, Jinx uh, is backed by the tone-deaf hippies. Um, he began to release albums in the country genre in 2008. An album titled 30 was released in 2012. He began to develop his own sound uh, in an EP called Black Sheep in 2013. Um I like this little statement. It just says, the biggest independent country artist on the planet. Cody Jinks, he's cool. always done it his way and will always do it his way. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this guy. You know, that reminds me of Sturgill in, in the sense that we haven't heard anything about him for a couple years now. Yeah. He's disappeared. He yeah. had a social media then deleted all of his photos and started over and called it the Dick, what is it? Dick Daddy Survival School. <laughs> and then started a survival school with his hunting friend. Did he? And now he's disappeared. And I like to think that he's just never going to come back and he's just going to live his life in peace with the money he made off of his records and just live in the country. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I I like dudes that just do whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't matter what yeah. type of art they're in. I just like people who just want to do whatever they want. And I was yeah. really happy to find this guy because this guy, is, he's pretty big. He's been around for a while. Never heard of him before. Uh, when I clicked on his profile, I saw his face. And I was like, all right, brother. I'm diving yeah. in. <laughs> yep. I saw that face. Yeah. I did see this one. <laughs> um, and I uh, started listening to his stuff. And I was like, God damn it. Because uh, he, he again, he has that outlaw country sound, but he's also sticking down the path. He doesn't do the Sturgill thing where he does, like, weird shit, uh, even on, like, an outlaw country foundation song. He's just, like, he's just doing country music the best that he knows how, and I really, really love it. Um, now, I was really happy when I listened to these Unplugged sessions because the Mama song, this song, I think, comes from, like, 2017 album or something. I can't remember which album. Uh, but like once I heard this version, his, his just, he just sounds so goddamn good on the song. Uh, and I love the guitar on it. It's just a nice little ditty of a guitar riff that he's doing. Uh, it's nice to know that he has a metal background cause that makes sense as to why he's good at guitar. Um, yeah. so yeah, RJ, how'd you feel towards a uh, mama song? Do you miss your mama? So mama songs always has a little special place in my heart. <laughs> So, is this I, better or worse than Tupac's Mama song? Um, depends on my mood. All right, true. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm you know, Thug Mansion. Yeah, Other yeah. times I'm like, I'm a oh, Texan. Fucking Thug's Mansion. I forgot about that song, man. It's a good one. <laughs> um, but this song was great. I love this song. I love his voice, and I just looked up his picture as you guys were saying that. That, that just makes it like ten times better. Yeah. Um, no, I it just. After all this Texas that you've been throwing at me, Mike, 
you get to this song and it's just a sentimental song, just being like, you know, Mama, I'm I'm okay, Mama. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> and, about me, and Mama. I, and I was like, you know, I, I love that. I love the message. I love the lyrics. I love the just the feel of it. It's a slow, laid back little diddle, especially from the last song too. Um, but I was just like, you know, this was, was great, and it, and it made me feel the feels. It made me put me in a good place, and I was just like, I, I love that. Just like kind of just the message of the whole song and the sound of it and the feel of it. Nice, yeah. yeah. Um, I know you got you. You do love your uh, mama talk. Yeah, we all love mama talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a Mama's Day special mix next <laughs> next, next week. week. Next week. <laughs> Y'all bunch of mama's boys. <laughs> Mama Day's special mix. Mama say mama sama makusa. Damn it, you stole my idea. <sighs> I win. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah. It was so good. Woo! And caught me off guard. And uh, I had to listen to it. So many times, even when I wasn't listening to the whole mix, I would just go back to this song and listen to it. Like everything about the song seems effortless, mm-hmm. and there's no little like hiccups in the songwriting and in the lyrics. Like everything flows so perfectly. Like I, I did get emotional listening to this song. Like it was so well written. You know, like the the part in the chorus about like, sorry, you had to raise your father, like my father's son. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck, that's such a good line. Such a great line. So many great lines in the song. The guitar was amazing. Like everything was so understated and perfect and like a happy song. uh, Like it it had the perfect tone to it. It wasn't like he could have gone overly poppy with it because it was bordering on that pop but he also could have made it into a sad like ballad and didn't like he made it somewhere in between it was just a perfect song it's yeah. so good with, with their little his little solo that he did doesn't it too mm-hmm. it's like a simple it's not like you know like i'm a fucking shred it just it, it played so nicely together yeah i loved it yeah so yeah like you're saying he's really good at guitar too yeah like that shows through like the metal playing yeah, I don't know if this guitar. It it does sound to me like a Telecaster on this song. I don't I don't know if it is. Uh, yeah, but it does have yeah. that Telecaster. It's got that quickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, the effortless is right with this song because he just like once he yeah. starts singing, it's just like he just like he's just smooth, baby. His voice just it sounds like you're sitting on a front porch with him, and he's just talking oh, about is. his feelings. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, dude. Yeah, I think That's he has a line perfect. in the song about like not drinking his dinner. I was like, yeah. damn it, you're just, I know. This is right. <laughs> you're right I on, know. bro. <laughs> I like, fuck. Me, every time I meet up with my mom, she's like, how are you doing? Are you drinking your dinner anymore? Yeah. Like, no, I'm drinking a dinner and then eating a dinner. Like, <laughs> so not, I'm eating too. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so rad. Um, I was pretty happy when I found him just because he's he's huge and he's incredibly talented and he's not the norm. It's just, yeah. You know. I love his background that you told us too. Yeah. I'm so intrigued to listen to more stuff. Yeah. I like that he's doing his own thing. Like, keep fucking doing that because he's got a good intuition for it. Yeah. Like, if he's putting out this, and this, this isn't even the original version of the song. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to the original version, but I really want to hear it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, he did tour 
uh oh this this out this song comes from the adobe sessions that that album and that album's from 2015 because he toured with sturgill um with this album oh yeah that might have been where i heard of him then yeah that might be why i just i'd heard his name before he's got a very distinct name and never like looked into him more yeah but now i wish i had i would have been living a different life Uh, all right, so finishing off here, we've got a song just called Simply Too Drunk to Try um, mm-hmm. by Mr. Zach Welch featuring uh, Parker Ryan. Um, I think actually I found Parker Ryan before Zach Welch, which I think he's a Texas dude too. Um, so it was just funny that I just happened to find a song with both of them on here. Uh, okay. This is off of, uh, I think it's might be an EP. I can't remember. But it's called uh, Punchy Shirts and Broken Hearts. Uh, that's from 2021. This is the fifth track on there. Six minutes and ten seconds. Yeah. Oh, it is an album because this is the fifth song and it's like in the middle of the album. And I was confused as to why they put this like huh. ballad of a song in the middle. Because yeah. I think the last song on it is only like a minute and 30 seconds or something. People do weird shit with their well, albums. They do weird shit with albums. <laughs> Nobody listens to albums anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're trying to play their Spotify, and they're like, my shuffle button's broken. Like, it's not working. I was like, just listen to an album. Yeah. I can't listen to music like that. What the fuck do you mean? Like, people make albums for a reason. Listen to it. Yeah. Just listen to it. I'm going to buy you a fucking record player and make you listen to records. <laughs> oh, I love blow it. their mind that it actually comes on a device. Yeah. <laughs> I love This I'll, isn't a phone. What do you do with the phone? What do I do with my phone when I play this music? I was listening no, to just, an old little stinkers episode that reminded me of you, Devin, because uh, oh. Rainey was talking about uh, when he was at the height of his perks was when yes. he started record collecting. Dude, and I'll they, send you the on perks episode. <laughs> and he was just talking about I'd never put the two, but they were just he was just explaining how being a pillhead and record collecting oh. goes hand in hand. <laughs> well, if you want to hear my origin story, it was being super high all the time on weed and Vicodin. Yeah. <laughs> and watching binge watching the show Freaks and Geeks, which I bought on ebay from somebody that burned it on to dvds i saw one episode and i was like i need to see this whole thing and there's a part where jason siegel is playing drums along to uh the band rush in his garage with this mm-hmm. record player and i was like damn that looks like so much fun i need a record player and then i i went and left the house that day and i'm like i'm finding a fucking record player and I, and I got one and i found a rush vinyl i think moving pictures was my first album on vinyl and then Godspeed You Black Emperor, and then it just got out of hand, and then I stopped doing <laughs> pills and stopped buying records. <laughs> but I'd still like to buy records, and I'd still like to do pills, so I don't know what's really solved here, you know? I'm just kind of in stasis right now, in an in-between period. <laughs> yeah, I think watching that On Perks episode, uh, the whole time I was like, God damn, like... I want to be on Perks. Yeah. I want to be on Perks again. <laughs> it sounds so nice. Everything he was describing was like, fuck, this is so good. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he was talking about this system that he had, which is like he would buy yeah. a bunch and then keep some for himself and then sell the rest. And then eventually the selling the rest just became non-existent. <laughs> yeah. He just fell into that trap of just yes. doing all the stuff that he intended to sell. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. RJ, he he, talk, he has a story about how one of the times that he had to go to the hospital for, like, overdosing was 
from getting from getting from like a neighbor or something chil- children's painkillers that he was just downing <laughs> these children's painkillers with fucking alcohol and he ended up in the hospital like Tylenol's like liquid <laughs> you know syrup they have and just oh. I drank the whole bottle if you think I haven't taken dog painkillers you'd be mistaken my friend uh yeah. I've, I've only taken painkillers twice in my life, and it is – I understand because the last time yeah. I took it was when I had um, when I had that kidney stone, like right when the pandemic oh, yeah. hit. And I remember taking it, and I was just organizing everything. I was just like, oh, I don't feel yeah. pain, and I can do yep. anything right now. <laughs> and my oh, wife was you, like, you got the- <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm just like, um, I took a painkiller. And I feel yeah. great. <laughs> yep. You got the same bug that we got. Like some people take them and they're like, it makes me dizzy and feel sick, but they can go drink a bottle of vodka just fine. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people that are like, yeah, it gives me energy yeah. and I feel <laughs> good about the world. Yeah. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like you get the euphoria feeling or you just get the tweaky feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go clean shit right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember if, you, I don't know if you remember this, RJ, but we were cleaning pools with my dad once in when he had the van. This was like later on. And I just took a bunch of Vicodin. And he's like, you're like working really hard. Like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just on Vicodin all the fucking time. Like, pilled out of my mind. He's like, well, we should probably get you some more of this Vicodin then because it seems like it's working. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> But yeah, some people are like, yeah, I just want to like go to sleep. I was like, I do too. But like at the end of the day, after I've accomplished all of my tasks, yeah, like, <laughs> told all of my friends I love them. You yeah. know, like it's fucking crazy. Yeah, because it's like you finally don't feel pain. It's like yes. when you just have like injury after injury that you're dealing with, and just like yeah. these weird aches that you've always had. It's just like just just feel good. It's so yes. nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice warm blanket yeah <laughs> uh, but back to too drunk to try uh coming out of forney texas with stories of bad luck followed by worse decisions zach welch sings his songs about heartbreak and self-loathing with an energy that's just happy to be there claiming this song made my mama cry so it must be good at least twice every show he tells these stories through a budweiser soaked part hippie part cowboy and part punk rock demeanor often hanging around the bar long after the show ends, making friends and telling anybody who will listen to the stories behind the songs. If you see his name on a sign at the bar, check him out. He's Zach Welch. He comes from Forney, Texas, and he's going to sing you some songs. Um, so, yeah, like, finding, like, I just, it, it, took, it took me a while to find these guys because all of these people, including Tanner, in my opinion, even though he has a little bit more of a poppiness to him, they all just come off really authentically with how they sing. Uh, and I was yeah. pretty happy to find this guy and to find this song in particular. Because, like, you know, the melody in the song isn't anything special. The structure of the song isn't anything special. Uh, but it's more or less the voices, even Parker's voice, and just what they're saying. I just love the fact that like your life is falling apart or your relationship is falling apart and they're just like, I'm just too drunk to try. (laughs) Fucking too drunk, man. (laughs) Let's do this later. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It just seems so honest and so blatant with just being like, yeah, brother, like I just too drunk right now. I don't Mm -hmm. know what to tell you. (laughs) That's the cowboy way. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, and it's like it's not trying to cover things up of being like like more like I guess maybe analytical or more artsy with what they're trying to say. It's yeah. just flat out. This is just like I just can't do it right now. Yeah, it's uh, like this is gonna sound like a slam on the song, but yeah. it's a better version of Red Solo Cup. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like that song has no substance. This one yeah. is pure substance right. and like <laughs> relatable and like it has like you know it's sung with a grin basically like yeah. you know, like it's a uh, it's got serious lyrics that are relatable but also it's you know kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, and that yeah, the tongue in cheek part I think is interesting, especially cuz like I've never been drunk with friends singing a song. But this is oh. the boys getting drunk and singing a song. Oh. <laughs> Man, I went to Hawaii for a wedding, and me and like eight other people that I did not know drank a bottle of tequila and just sang "Whoop, there it is" in the elevator <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning, running down the hallways. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is for no reason. And then when they played "Sweet Home Alabama" at the wedding, we just yelled "Sweet Home California." Man, best time of my life. <sighs> it's a good yeah. feeling. Yeah, this is uh uh yeah, just a song for the boys, uh for the team, for the squad. Yeah. Uh it's for yeah, it's for just... the squad. <laughs> uh RJ, talk to me about being too drunk to try. Uh and have you ever been too drunk to try? Oh, many. Okay. Many. <laughs> um are you currently too drunk to try? No, I've only had three. <laughs> okay. We're, We're still good. We're still functional. All right. Um but <laughs> I just ordered Kiki's chicken, so yeah. it's still good. When I'm like, still Devin, good. you need to order dinner for me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot type on my I phone. I see things on straight. <laughs> I'm too drunk to try yeah. to order DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, like, literally, this song kind of segued into perfectly, I think, with the song four. But I think Mama stood out more to me because, yeah. you know, it's a Mama song. But this song, it's like, you know... I heard it. I, I, I mean, I listened to this mix a handful of times, uh, but I, I just love that just that feeling of just like you know I have nothing else that I can do. Like I'm just I'm just fucked up, and, and I and I get that you know just, you know emotionally, and I like the feeling of it. And then I think today after listening to this, probably like you know how many times I was like, there's another person on here. <laughs> <laughs> I like looked at the name and I was like, whoa, that they do switch and they do sound different. I like the second guy better. Oh, interesting. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. So I was just like, I think I like the second guy's verse better, and his just his presentation. He has a little like higher pitch voice. It's, yeah. It's very Avett Brothers esque, where you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I know there's two of them, but I don't know which one's which. <laughs> but I realized that I was like listening to it, and I'm like, wait, it does change in vocal. Like the the, it's like a higher. I was like, it has to be a different guy. And I looked at the name, and I was like, oh, there's two guys named on here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, but it, it was a good song. Um, it, it's just kind of one of those where I kept on like I loved it at the end because it was like a slower song, emotional song compared to the mom song, and and I I, I just liked it. It's a good song. It's a good feel, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first song it's about love of your life the second song is just about you know weed and whiskey mm-hmm. third song is about a, a interesting relationship fourth song is about your mama fifth song is just about the boys about them boys the boys you acting them boys devil yeah i i agree with rj and disagree with him hmm. because 
I agree with him that Mama Song does outshine this song. Yeah. But Mama Song shouldn't be at the end because this is a better end song. And it's kind of crazy that it's number five on this album, you said. Yeah. That's nuts. This this, the, this is an ending song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a yeah, it's a great song. I I liked all the aspects of it, like what I was talking about. It's like a tongue tongue in cheek song, kind of, but with a serious aspect. Like it toes the line really well of not being a you know I guess a parody song or one of those like party country songs, but mm. it can fill that role uh, without being corny. Like mm-hmm. it is nowhere near corny. It's a great song, but it is that like like I'm too fucked up song, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's great. It's great. I love the lyrics of this one too. Like really well done lyrics, not uh, not just kind of pieced together. Like let's make a drinking song, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's good. I yeah. liked it. So just uh, the the piano was real nice too. Oh, they yeah. do have an outro on on his album for this one, but the song I guess besides the outro, the one right before this that kind of finishes the album, is called "Can't Be Homesick When You're Homeless." Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe that song is a better song than this song. And just has an outro. Maybe I don't maybe. think so. I don't remember it being because yeah. I yeah I think it's because like I didn't listen cool. to it. But the title kind of yeah. jumps out at you. Yeah, yeah. Can, you know. it does sound more of like a ballad. Yeah, I think yeah. that song is like a four minute something song, second song too. Yeah, it, yeah. Just to put a six minute long drawn out song in the middle of your album is just weird. A couple yeah. songs in, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But yeah, I like this one at the end. It fit perfectly at the end. Mm-hmm. Like the placement of all these songs, great. It's great. Yeah, it's funny going from like for me going from listening to a lot of Zach Bryan and like really getting into him and really getting into yeah. like the intellectual side of his songwriting, especially with the way that he uses words. Yeah. To like getting into country music and like really understanding and liking and enjoying the country music and the arrangements that people use. And then when it comes into like these, like all of these songs, like there's nothing special about the songwriting. Like there's nothing that like yeah. where Zach Bryan, where you're like, you're sitting there like trying to analyze exactly what the fuck he's saying, mm-hmm. or you're sitting there being like, Oh, this is a really interesting story about something that you haven't experienced. Like these are just like heartfelt, you know, about their own personal experiences. And I just, I just enjoy, I just enjoy that, I guess, aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing that, especially li- like watching that Ken Burns documentary, is, is just the thing that people kept on bringing up. It's like, say what you want about country music. It's just it, if it hits your heart in the right way, it's just like it's for everybody. And I yeah. think that's something that, like, for me, it takes a, a little bit of digging and like trying to understand and like sifting through a lot of shit. But it's like it just as long as it makes me feel good and you know has a good voice, I enjoy it. I mean, honestly, like. Country music has a bad name because of a lot of the shit in the 2000s, but music in the 2000s sucked. All of it sucked. Yeah. You know, there's very few good albums from the 2000s. But it, I feel like country is also associated with like patriotism, and that's not really in fashion either. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because like this, this songwriting style is something that is uniquely American. Like we don't have too much culture in this country to begin with. Yeah. You know, we have baseball, we got hot dogs, we got country music, you know, and the fact that country music's like shit on kind of sucks, but people like this bring like all these artists, especially the female artists, like really bring that to the spotlight that 
there are talented musicians and songwriters that can convey emotions in a different way and make you feel like if you heard these songs in a pop song format, it wouldn't hit the same as it does when you hear it with these instruments for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Like none of us have ties to country music really mm-hmm. to where it's nostalgic, but there's something about it that does seem uniquely American yeah, and rooted in our culture. Like I was thinking about this with the guys at work, like they still listen. And I think I talked about this before, but they still listen to like mariachi music. Right. And mariachi music hasn't changed for years. That's like a cultural staple that hasn't been messed with. Like they take some aspects of that and move that into mainstream like Mexican pop music, mm-hmm. which then becomes American pop music with Spanish influence, you know, which is basically just Pitbull or Ricky yeah. Martin. Like mariachi music is still around. That's like Mexican country, the caballero music. Yeah, it's, it's a fairly, uh, just like country music, like a recent style of music. Yeah. Because it didn't exist before. It, it, I, if I remember right, it came about the same time that country music did. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, just the invention of the guitar, of basically just like making the guitar smaller. And uh, the invention of building the guitar was in mostly in America. And then oh. there was a big, uh, I mentioned this before, but like one of the Carters moved to southern Texas. And they built a giant radio tower there that got country music through Mexico. Yeah. And yes. so that that influenced other than a lot of the Polish coming there with uh their accordions. Polka. Yeah, with the polka. Yeah. Um it was like country music. It was just like, it was this weird convergence of country music that was happening and polka that was happening. <laughs> yeah. They made mariachi music for some reason. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense cuz I mean mariachi has a lot of accordion also, but it's also based on that 1 2 rhythm, that 1 yeah. 2 driving rhythm. That sounds or a two what is it two four I guess um, that sounds like four four, but it has a more like railroad like train sound to it. You know, it's like a driving rhythm throughout the whole song. It but country music I I hate that it gets shit on so much. Yeah. And I'm guilty well, of doing that. It's as their well. fault though. Like for some reason they decided to market it as God and country. Like that was yeah that was how they decided to market country music. And it's like, it's unfortunate that like folk became the political side of country. Yeah. And and then country decided to become its own political side by being like, Nope, we're Christian conservatives, which is insane. Yeah. It's like, that's not the beginning of country music. Like watching those, that Ken Burns documentary is like, there is nothing Christian about the origins of country music at all. No, no, It was rebelling against the establishments, which included the church, you yeah. know, in the state. Like, well, they talk about, uh, you know, the the Woody Guthrie, "This Land Is Our Land, This Land Is Your Land." That song. Yeah, yeah, like that's a that's a staple of an American folk song, and it's like pretty popular, and everyone like learns it when they're a kid or whatever. But like that song originally is a specifically an African gospel hymn that then the Carter family took it and turned it into a country song. And then Woody Guthrie took both of those versions and made that version. And it's like, <laughs> I don't understand where politics plays into this at all, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Like if anything, it's not because in that, like in today's lens, it would be like, well, that's cultural appropriation. Right, but yeah, in that lens back then for somebody to take an African song and translate that into a message for the United States. Yeah. Like that's, that's treason, you know? Yeah. 
Like that's against the establishment. That's original punk rock, basically. Which is yeah. what these outlaw country dudes were. But it's like, also like at the same time, like when you when you watch things about the historical time period of that time in America, it's like the the oh they call it race records. I was trying to think of that word the other week, but race records back then, like they would never get the time of day on big radio stations. They just wouldn't. Yeah. There was like some smart people that uh, like owned record companies that like made a lot of money off of race records because other people wouldn't touch them because they wouldn't sell as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, like a race record, it wouldn't have gone popular. And then, but you look at like what Elvis was doing, and it's like he was taking it and making it mainstream, so that eventually, when Little Richard was able to enter the door into the mainstream, like Little Richard yeah. comes first, Elvis takes some of his shtick. But then that, because of him taking it, allows Little Richard into the door, into the mainstream, you know? Yeah. 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 Like Vanilla Ice, you know, comes out <laughs> with amazing music and yeah. paves the way for Public Enemy. <laughs> paves the way for Turtles. That's just what he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a shame that it's so demonized in this country because there are so many great... And I'm I'm happy that there's so many new musicians coming up and there seems to be kind of this revival of more folk-based or outlaw country-based country music, roots country music, and even some artists that are going more towards the pop country side of it that are doing it in a more meaningful way. They're making like Toby Keith-style songs, like pop country songs with meaningful lyrics and great instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It's It's exciting to see that happen or at least to find it for the first time. But... All these artists, like these and the one, the girls you had on before, like it just gives me hope for the next generation of country music. Like it's, it, it, it's some of the most emotional music that I've heard. Like it seems like every country song is devastatingly sad. Yeah, no matter what the music sounds like. Yeah, like if you break down the lyrics, like you put that into any fucking sad song, and it would bring a tear to your eye. Like they're mostly well written songs, and I don't know. It, it, I get a little bit of patriotism about it in the sense that like I am American and it's nice to have something that is part of our culture when we don't have much of that. Yeah. Not in the sense of like modern politics and whatnot. Cause you know, America kind of has bad name also, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get a little bit of that every time I listen to it. It's kind of cool. You know, it's crazy about the, the whole, cause I mean, I've, dealt with a handful of people probably more than you guys do on a normal basis just being in customer service and dealing with 18 year olds i don't i ask to anyone rj i refuse to talk to people yeah so i talk to a lot of people um so it's a lot of those like oh what kind of music you listen to oh i listen to everything except country yeah and i get that all the time and then i i get the handful of people that it's like i like rap and it's like cool you're in your own genre of stuff you like, so I can accept you not liking other genres. But then I have people being like, oh, I listen to like Billie Eilish, I listen to this, and I'm like, you're giving me a whole different skew of just different kind of genres, and you can't enjoy country. There, yeah. there, there's a lot of emotion in there. You like emotion? Country does that. Yeah. Um, yeah like your rhythm, you, you, know, you got your, like the styles of music, the sound of the music. All those fit into everything else. You could be like rock and roll. Well, there's a country song that sounds like rock and roll. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, oh, you children, I just want to hit you in the head and be like, no, you need to like listen, yeah. listen. Open your mind. Yeah. And I was like, no, I like, you know, I even back it, in the though. day. 
because like it takes work and people don't it want does, to, like, it does it's on work. what's on the radio yeah well and we are all guilty of it especially with country music i'm guilty of it with other types of music uh i mean like taking back sunday and the whole emo stuff coming out in the 2000s i resisted for so long yeah ended up loving it because i realized they actually had something to say and something to do that was new unique and interesting it is shitty music but yeah totally Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for sure. I'll go back and listen to some of those albums and be like, yeah, it's, yeah. I enjoy it nostalgically. It's not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> you like literally finished the album and you're just like, ah, it worked for the time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. You play like Hawthorne Heights and Taking Back Sunday for somebody that's never heard them before. They're like, yeah. I can't tell the difference. Like, you play Senses Fail. <laughs> oh god yeah they're like these are the same band I'm like no they're not but i know why you're saying that it upsets me this is a me problem i'm gonna not go you. cry yeah uh devin uh, you were saying when you were talking about country music you said something that reminded me of this song i'm gonna play it real quick okay Like it's just ha- it just it's talking about something that's mean, yep. but it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And like I don't like there's like that melody that do 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 like that yeah. melody is just like a to normal country music melody that would turn have turned me off a, a while ago. Yes. But now I just listen. I just embrace it. It just feels good. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It feels good. You're talking about something mean. You want to hurt another person uh, by writing a song and put it on the radio so everyone knows that he's a piece of shit. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. But you put it in that tone, you know, yeah. and it's like bordering on that major minor scale. Yeah. And you don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter because it makes you feel good. Yeah. You know? I just closed my eyes on that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I've, even, I've even gotten into like... RJ, are you familiar with uh, Leanne Womack? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've uh, even gotten into fucking her. That was to me. <laughs> Is that I Hope You Dance? I hope you dance. <laughs> I hope you sing. Uh, she's been around. Yeah, she is. I hope you dance. She's been around for a long time. RJ. <laughs> God damn. My ex-girlfriend wanted to sing that for graduation and I had to go to her audition for that. She fucking sucked. Oh, man. Hope you one door closes. I hope one more opens. <laughs> if you get the chance to sit it out or dance. <laughs> Oh, it's good. It's a good song. <laughs> it's good. It is. Keep playing. Keep playing. Oh, this song. I know this song. I like yeah. this song. I sing this to my dog. I'm like, Rondo, come here. Oh, Devin's going all in right now. He has eyes closed. He has power fists on. I need to sing it. When you stand beside the ocean, <laughs> I hope one more closes. I hope one more opens. 
Promise me you'll give fights any chance. <laughs> to give chance. Sit it out or dance. I hope you dance. <laughs> RJ. Let's make a pact that when Devin dies before us, we're playing this at his funeral. Well, <laughs> yes, yes. But it's a Viking funeral. You have to shoot flaming arrows at my bow. Yes. Oh! Can I use your bow? Oh, I want to die right now. Just to see that. Yeah, we'll get some. Can we do a mock? Can we do a mock funeral? <laughs> we'll yeah. get like. I'm going to use oh. your bow. Yes. One of those cool Celtic bands that I found that does a version of that song for you. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bagpipes of. <laughs> oh, that's a good so funeral great. song. I like that as a funeral song. It oh, is. That would be great. It really is. Damn, I have such bad memories of that song too, but I still love that song. <laughs> this fucking girl, like, listened to it so much and was like, "Tell me, like, you know, if I'm flat or sharp. Just tell me if I'm flat or sharp." And she wanted to sing it for probably your class's high school graduation. I think it was, uh, I think she was 06. Uh, I was 07. Oh, I think she was 06. Then. Yeah. No, she was 07. Oh, yeah. Nice. But yes, yeah, I don't think she, yeah, I don't think she got the gig. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> Man, Damn. there was a, someone else from back then. Allison Krauss had some bangers. Yeah, but she's different. Dixie Chicks, honestly. The chicks. Some good songs. The chicks. The sorry. <laughs> the chicks. Oh, yeah. The uh even this it just makes you happy, RJ. Oh yeah. Oh. Well she seemed alright by dawn's early light. Oh, she looked a little worried and weak. Tried to pretend he wasn't drinking. This has a little bit of 80s feel to it, too. Oh, yeah, that Bruce Springsteen. You're like the cars. Or did you recognize you? Do not know who it is. We'll get the chorus, baby. This is Sean Hannity's theme song, brother. It's Faith Hill, right? No, this is uh, Martina McBride. Oh, okay. I'm going to go to her. Let freedom ring. I don't know the song. Devin, obviously. Hell yeah, brother. We need to get our Big Johnson shirts. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. Salt Life all summer. Go down to Corpus Christi, Texas. Can I make a point? Yeah. Mike, I don't know what your attire is right now, but right now, Devin and I are both in muscle shirts. We definitely are in cut off sleeve t shirts. Mine just so happens to be a Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. You made yours. Mine came this way. That's right, brother. I definitely did make mine. Mine came from Walmart. I made mine because the armpits wore out. And I had to, you know, they're holding the armpits. I had to cut the sleeves off, brother. You now it's all muscle. You know, it's sexy a, as foot. The uh, grocery chain is there. 
and Austin? Oh, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's Heb. H-E-B. Yes. It's <laughs> H-E-B. Hey. Yes. Everybody loved that H-E-B. <laughs> Ugh. I we visited I was just like, what is Heb? They're like, oh, that's a grocery store. I'm like, that's a cool name for a grocery store, hey, I guess. It's Heb. Heb? Heb? Like I mean, Jews? I mean, we have like Safeway. Yeah. Kinda... No, it's Heb. <laughs> no, we got Heb. Going down to the Heb. <laughs> Do you guys have, have you ever had rallies or checkers? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was like strictly an East Coast thing. They apparently just built one over here, and I ordered it on DoorDash last night, hmm. and it's delicious. So if you find rallies or checkers in Texas. Are you pronouncing it rallies? Uh, shut up. Rallies? No. It's rallies. <laughs> it's spelled rally, like, like I'm going cat. to the White Pride rally. <laughs> <laughs> or the BLM rally. Well, <laughs> sure, I wouldn't go to that one, but chicken burgers, okay. Oh, it's great. It was really good. It's fast food, but it's way better. But it's like it's not as like uh fancy yeah. as In-N-Out, but it's uh more on the fast food side, but it's not like McDonald's. Well, it's really good. Well, Tori D says the food was delicious. French fries are bomb. French fries were bomb. Okay. Thanks, yep. Tori D. Yeah. Out here, they have their own version of Dairy Queen, and no one goes to it. It's called Arctic Circle. <laughs> yep. That sounds like a shittier version of an icy. It yeah. does. Yeah. Just Arctic Circle. Yeah, I would never go there. <laughs> That's so funny. The Dairy Queen here in Orangevale is like it's popping all the time. Yeah. And all the time. Love it. I remember going there a ton as a kid, and then it became scary, and then it became cool again. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now it's slowly becoming scary again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why is it scary? There's a lot of homeless people in Orangeville. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 A lot of meth, actually. Not necessarily just homeless people. A lot of these people have homes and they just appear homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm sure they play some good old honky tonk music over at Jan's if you pop into there. Jans is all about that honky tonk action. <laughs> they had dancing that's going on recently. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did I ever tell you guys how I got suckered into karaoke there? You went to karaoke at Jans? No. So I went to Jans Lounge and I, I was drinking, and I went with a, a fellow coworker and friend of mine uh, named Kyle. And yes, they just said you're Asian. You'll love what we're no, going to no, do. No, no. So, so literally, it was just <laughs> like, hey, Kyle, that's a dick move of a setup too. No, no, no. Yeah. It's like, I can sing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Kyle is a performer. He does, yeah, like, yeah. Broadway. He's, who's that? Yeah. Uh, he did the, a Tom Waits play. No, no. He did that one oh. with that one, the one, the, the, the opera singer guy. Pavarotti. Uh, like a, Pavarotti? Like, yes. Yeah, he did something where he was on the same, like, well, stage. Yeah, as well, his parents are legit opera musicians, right? I, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought his mom But was. no, 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 no. Oh. I, but he's, like, he's done, like, stuff. He's always performing and stuff like that. So he's always, like, every time I see him, he's just like, like, singing Italian and shit. Yeah, it's fucking legit. And so one day I go to the bar because he's like, let's go there. And then uh, he's like, let's do a song, like, let's do a karaoke song. I was like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like an hour later, me, a few more drinks in, it's like, all right, Boys of Summer by the Ataris, oh. Kyle and RJ, step on up. I'm like, you fucking signed me up. He's like, I fucking signed you up. Now, did you sing the lyrics, Black Flag sticker on a Cadillac or Deadhead sticker on a Cadillac? Like, it's the Ataris cover. So you did the Ataris version? Yeah. You son of a bitch. I have respect to Don Henley, though. 
the Eagles. You, you, didn't, right. you didn't sing Blue Line Matter? Or blue. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> blue Lives Matter on a Cadillac. <laughs> God pulled me over and said, never looking back. Never looking back. Someone does do to do a cop version of that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cops are the boys of summer. Yeah. <laughs> During those protests, they were the boys of summer. <laughs> they were having the time of their lives. Like, yes, we get to use our tanks. <laughs> this is sick. <laughs> we are the boys of summer. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, Devin, I guess 214. I think I'm going to be happily surprised here. You are going to be surprised. Oh. Um, four, three, four for me. Ooh. Four was my favorite. Uh, three, my least, just because of the being it's, in the mix, not yeah. because I didn't like it. Uh, and then four was my favorite. Two would be uh, one of my favorites that I would want to look into also. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to look into probably all of these, but um, I just didn't have time this week. But yeah, four. Four, three, four. And I guess three one two for RJ, but he might be right in there with you. Yeah. So I, I just want to say fuck you for this the whole thing. One, you're wrong. <laughs> um, but two, oh no, no. Okay. So my favorite, I'm gonna say, is number four. I love Mama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love my Mama. It's weird because my least favorite song is not a least favorite song at all, and I'm sad that I picked this. But I think it's. Because I paired it up with Mama, I'm gonna say five is my least, just because it's not Mama. Okay. And I was right. so attached to the Mama song that I was like, "Shit, this song right after." I wish it was the reverse ordered. Even though, as we all said, it was a great ending song on the mix. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna say, just the artist that I absolutely loved and I want to get more into is uh, number three. I actually listened to like a handful of songs, and I was like, "These are all like in my my realm of like you know, this is a pop yeah. song." Oh, and I was nice. like, "I like them all." So uh, number three. So I'm gonna say four, five, three. Mm, nice. All right. Makes me happy. All right. Nice. Happy. All right. So I'm waiting for this rating from RJ. This is, this is, yep. I, I made this mix kind of for this rating, RJ. All right. Do you, <laughs> do you want me to go first? I'm going to save RJ for last. Oh, I just want to understand his rating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. I'm curious too. Because la- last time I, your country mix, country western darlings, five out of five. Yeah. And part of that was because you fell deeply in love with an album. Yes. Yeah deeply truly madly deeply as savage yard would put it <laughs> um but for this one i'm gonna give you a 4.6 out of five hell yeah and i i loved it loved a lot of parts of it i love well no i loved all of it yeah but if Except i'm putting that one out of five female. out of five <laughs> no but if i'm putting them out of five out of five then i do have to put this one lower yeah which makes sense yeah. i mean you, yeah yeah i mean i like, think we all would you yeah. know yeah Definitely. I mean, it took me a while to figure out this mix, and I preferred the the soft, supple female body yeah. to the hard, the hard male body. It's because we're straight <laughs> as hell, dude. We're all from Texas, brother. Well, I'm going to say most of the men probably on this mix are not a hard body. Yeah, one of them is definitely a soft body, yeah. It's true. You might have some nice, supple breasts. <laughs> all right, RJ. All right, so this one, um, it, it was a fun mix. I, I listened this, this, listen to this one a lot, um, a lot, a lot. I kept on trying to find things that I didn't like. As I gave you a song that I did not like as of number five, and I was like, I, I like the song number five. And, 
And I was like, it was like one of those where it's like, ooh, I hated it. No, there was none none of those. Um, I I do look forward to listening to further stuff with the artist, especially the way that they look too. Um, But, I mean, compared to your last mix, and I was just like, you know, I liked it, but there's always the but. I'm going to say this one. I did not have quite much of a but. Oh, oh you like you want you like a firm tuckus, huh? No, no, oh, this, this, man. This, you like and, them hard bodies, don't you? And the, oh, there's some soft bodies. Oh, you're a hard body baby boy, aren't and you? And then song three came on, and I was just like, "Ooh, we can run a train." Ooh. And I was just like, "There's a female that jumped in with all the men. I'm down oh. for her." Or she's like, you know, a guy's, you know, she's she's, she's, she's friends with the boys, you know. He got um, tricked into a bisexual. <laughs> you like that Hank Hill butt, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And a narrow urethra. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate the whole just the just array of Texas themed like artists, and I was just like, there's all different styles, there's all things, and the amount of times, like I said, I try to find a butt, I could still not find a butt. Ooh. Mike, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> gave you two point seven. No, no, oh no. shit! I, I actually gave you. I, I'm, I'm gonna give you a five. I'm going to give you five on this Whoa. one. Whoa. I absolutely love this one. listened to this so many times, and I was okay. like, it, it's all the, the Texas theme. It I don't it didn't say anything about guys, so I was okay. like, number three song worked perfectly on there, even though Devin's, you know, a sexist. Um, I just thought it was going to be guys. <laughs> Devin, this is why I made this mix. Right. And I was like, I was mix so was fantastic that he gave me a yeah. 4.5 on the other mix. I, I never like, would have thought that he would have enjoyed this one more. This I was one, just like, this, does he this, like men? This is the boys. This is for the boys. All of it. Like literally, it's like close your eyes and whatever happens happens. <laughs> these so, are your boys of yeah, summer. Yeah, these are my boys yeah. of summer. Oh, 111 degree. Oh, we gotta have 112 degree days on Monday and Tuesday here. It's all the same over 100. Yeah. It sucks. Oh, God, why is it getting so yeah. hot? <laughs> it's not supposed to be that hot. It's not. Yeah, I have my like the front of house people that like deal with like they have like fans and their air conditioning works perfectly up front because there's no nothing hot. So they come into the back and they're like, "Ah, it's hot back here." And I was like, "Get the fuck out." I mean, three years ago it was like one fourteen, but I I'm, I have a theory on all of this, but we'll get to that some other time. <laughs> That's next episode. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about climate change and how it's a lie. So my good mix, good mix. Yeah, yeah. this is this is great. Yeah. Where that I don't understand, but I because I am with Devin that like the country and Western darlings. That is a that's a five out of five. Yeah, mix. this is a great mix. I love this mix. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I don't think it's that mix, but I also kind of made this mix because I was just confused about you not giving me a five out of five on that mix. Yeah. And then well, how awesome many mix that you guys have I found things in your guys who are like, Ooh, that's like, you know, Devin's like, that sucks versus Mike. You're like, actually that was a pretty good mix. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to figure out is yeah, your you're, preferences. You're, yeah. you're, you're never and the top five songs. <laughs> you know, Mike, I will say like, I'm glad that you did this to figure out his preferences, but I'm nowhere near close to figuring out his preferences. now. <laughs> I still don't know what he likes. You got to go to the top five songs. No, these weren't artist. even the top five songs of every artist. <laughs> they were up there. Well, mm-hmm. Mama's Song, the original, is a top five song. Number three See, is a top okay. five song. Number two, it, it is, just because he only has See. one song. <laughs> All right. Number yeah, one is counts. not, and number five is not. So oh. you got three there. That's why number 
Five out of like? So, yeah, maybe that's You one. did like it, RJ. You gave the mix a five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you liked all of them. <laughs> Shut your mouth. My least favorite in my uh, picks. You Shut know. your damn mouth. <laughs> oh, by the way, I really like the title of it, too. Oh, the yeah. title is fun, also. Yep. I yeah. love the title. Yeah, it's, that's a, I really enjoyed that finding that quote. I think it's yeah. a quote. I, I can't yeah. remember who said it, but it's funny. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's somebody a, not from Texas. No, I think it's a Davy Crockett quote. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think that might That's be from awesome. David Crockett. Um, so, yeah, but there's a lot of bear when he was only three. There's a lot of quotes like that about Texas, about like poets and writers that aren't from Texas that just like love Texas. It's really oh, strange. Yeah. Like diving, I was when I was trying to find a title for this, I found a lot of like poets and writers that are from like either Europe or from England or from different parts of the United States that just like we're just like Texas is the greatest place on earth <laughs> I mean George Strait doesn't agree because yeah. all his exes live in Texas and that's why he <laughs> hangs his hat in Tennessee yeah so yeah um, alright yeah I'm glad you guys both enjoyed this uh, I'm glad that RJ just likes watching gay porn like we understand that now <laughs> So <laughs> I got some stuff to show you. They man. have to have a cowboy hat. Otherwise <laughs> yeah. I'm out. That's true. Cowboy trains one female. That's what he likes. <laughs> that would make it so much straighter. Yeah. I just like to see every- five cowboys and one lady. Mm-hmm. They, they all Boots show on. Up, they all know what's gonna about to happen and they all show up in the room, they're like, Howdy, partner. And you're like, Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah. Let's get, I, this gang bang, let's get this gangbang over with. Mind if I lube you up, brother, with some of my dick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that skull long cut wintergreen? <laughs> Feels like it. Sure is, friend. Let's get this done. <laughs> Gotta get back to the farm. Um, all right, Devin. Well, I hope you've got a good one for us because we're going to take next week off. So this is a, a two-week mix for you. So... I'm going to give you a lot to think about. <laughs> um, <clears throat> both of you, actually. And having this RJ revelation, I don't. I, I thought this was a shoe in for RJ to love this one. And now I'm not so sure. But everything that we're talking about with finding this music that makes you feel good, it really plays into this this week's mix because this is all country music that Hell makes me yeah. feel good. Yes. We're going country again. Hell yeah. It's a different style. Sure. And I don't know. I fully back this mix. I will say I have no regrets about any song in this mix. <laughs> I love all of them, but it is sort of a guilty pleasure mix for me. Uh, yeah. As far as country goes, you Mike, better have I don't know. Bam. I wish. This is all newer stuff, too. So it's not radio country. But it's called Welcome to Feel Good Country. (laughs) Okay. Where the men's butts are tight. Yes. (laughs) And we always use plenty of lube. And I, Mike, I think you might have seen possibly all of these artists, possibly not number three. Uh, why'd you put you like Jackson on there, yeah. brother? Brother, why'd you put oh. Jackson on there? I almost put Bleed on there. Blood. Blood. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that- I was playing Wordle the other day, and the word was Bleed, <laughs> and now it's stuck in my head. 
Or you could have the what's the second song called? Uh, the second song. Well, Marfa Lights was almost on there, but it's a single. Bored if I don't. I, and RJ, this song. There's RJ, so many. One, I already know Caitlin Butts is going to be your favorite artist on here because as soon as you listen to more of her stuff, Jackson, it's a good. Jackson's a good song. Well, but now it, that you told him that, he's going to change his mind. No, he's not. <laughs> Uh, Bored yeah. If I Don't, RJ, it's the second song off of her album. It's, she's literally just like, I got married young, I was in a small town, and either uh, if I, either I'm not going to cheat or I'm going to cheat. Either way, if I'm not going to cheat, I'm going to be bored. Okay? That's just how it yep. is. <laughs> and she don't want to go to Jackson right now with the but water the way it is. Brother, too. in the pines, the last song on there, like, I don't really like. Uh, I know. I don't like the, the tinge of most psychedelic rock in the country, but boy, oh boy, do I love that song. In the pines, in the pines. Dude, I love that whole album, everything. It's so good. I listened to everything that she did, and it's so good. I tried other songs in this mix of hers. Marfa Lights almost made it. That was the second closest one. Yeah. But this one fit better with the theme of the feel-good sound that's kind of going out throughout it. I will say there's five. It's kind of like yours. It's a five-variety uh, mix. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're kind of the same, but everything is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I've listened to all these guys and gals. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm in. I like them all. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the Caitlin, Caitlin Butts, she was, when I first made the the Texas mix, it was just females from Texas. She's a Texas okay. gal. And so yeah. then I decided to change Most of these are boys. Texas, except for number three, I think, is uh, Virginia. I think, But last, I think everyone else happens to be from Texas. Yeah, I think the first guy and the last guy for sure are, because that's where I had heard them yes. diving into Texas stuff. They are, and uh, number two I'm pretty sure is too. Yeah. But uh, number two has a great album, but all of it is uh, almost like solo music. And then this one is like a full band music that has a good feel to it. Mm-hmm. But it's all more upbeat stuff. It's more poppy stuff that I feel like could almost be on the radio or at least like if there was a college rock, college country station it's this interesting because jackson it's a it's a feel-good tempo but it's a sad they're not gonna make it to jackson. that's what i'm saying they're not gonna make that's it. what i'm saying yeah hey number two not so happy yeah but it feels good Ooh, just like we were talking about with that other song you played you know yeah like it feels good but you know they're singing about some shit you're uh Real quick before we leave, uh, your boys came out with a new album. I don't know if you saw. Which boys? Yeah, your Russian uh, circles. No, your surfaces. Your boys. Your Texas surfaces boys. Oh fuck! <laughs> they came out with a new album. In case you were wondering, I might have to listen to it. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Okay. What if it's like amazing? <laughs> Damn, we were just so wrong about these guys. They were just blossoming. <laughs> uh. Um, all right, fucking Austin and Jared, or whatever the fuck their names were. <laughs> yeah. Kevin and Kyle was, or something. <laughs> I was going to say Tanner, but the last the guy in your mix's name was Tanner. <laughs> yeah. I can't really give him shit for that now. It's Skyler or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so you can find this mix wherever you get, uh, or you find this podcast wherever you get podcasts. If you want to listen to this uh, kick-ass Texas country mix, just go to Spotify, type in Vibes on Mixtape, all one word. And uh, there you'll be able to find it. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to listen to more country music. Better get used to it, RJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crap.
cradle the balls and work the shaft. <laughs> Texas is a big state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they have like three time zones. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. fucking stupid that they have like three time zones in that state. That's stupid that if you work in like one part, you're like, well, I gotta fucking change all my clocks now. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> gotta drive to a new time zone. Uh. <laughs>